Hey there, folks. Before we begin this episode, uh, as is going to be the theme with Season 3, be sure to listen after the end of the episode proper uh, for my epilogue in which I will currently, as in now, the now DC, present-day DC, will reflect on the decisions and choices uh, that past DC made since these episodes were recorded back in the summer. Enjoy Hossfight! This is Hoss Fight, and my name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Welcome to episode two of the meatiest meter to ever meet tournament. Uh, in our first episode, we had 16 wrestlers ranked via cage match, 1 to 16, and we took that group. And we narrowed it down and we came up with a ranking of our own based on a tournament. Jacob Fatu was our winner, the first winner uh, of Hoss Fight. And so now we are going to do another 16 names. Uh, they have been ranked via cage match in terms of popularity. Uh, they are all, I believe, qualified as hosses. Uh, they are all randomized. I do not know who is where. Um, I know that they're all ranked. I don't know who is in which spot. I don't know what the matchups are. All of the information is redacted on my spreadsheet. When it is time, I will unveil the first name and figure out how this page is going to turn out. I hope you're ready. I believe I am ready. The purple pen is clicked. I have extra purple pens if I need it. I did not fill my water uh, cup. Hopefully, I'll survive the hoss fight. Shall we then? Yes. Yes, we shall. Our number one seed for page two is going to be Samoa Joe. Definitely a hoss. Definitely worthy of a number one seed. He will be taking on in this tournament the number 16 seed, and that person is Evad or Dave Sullivan, also known as the Equalizer. One of the first WCW wrestlers I remember ever seeing. The first storyline in WCW that I can remember is the Battle of Kevin and his brother, quote-unquote, uh, Dave Evad Sullivan. Kind of a Eugene-style uh, character. Not very bright. Um, obviously, obviously, Samoa Joe is the easy winner here. I don't even think we need to argue it. Uh, in our first page, Jacob Fatu was the 16 seed. We clearly knew that was not an appropriate ranking. It just had to do with the popularity on Hoss Fight. 
this is a much more appropriate 1 versus 16 matchup. I'm not sure that Joe would even break a sweat in this battle. Our next matchup is the ninth seed versus the eighth seed. So we expect these two wrestlers to be similar in status, similar in quality. Our number ninth wrestler is Canyon. Now, some people might not think that Chris Canyon is a hoss. I, in fact, when I saw the name, said to myself, I don't know that Canyon qualifies as a hoss. But you know who qualified as a hoss in my mind? Mortis. Mortis was a hoss. Big guy, scary mask, doing crazy moves, feuding with Glacier, teeming with Wrath. And uh, Mortis, obviously, was Chris Canyon. So if Mortis was a hoss, then I say Canyon is also a hoss. Tall guy, bigger guy, moved very well, a very innovative wrestler. We'll see who he faces here. The number eighth seed is Steve Blackman. What a great matchup. I actually like this a lot, and I do think these two are similar in status and quality. Again, Steve Blackman. Um, maybe doesn't meet the test of Haas when you're talking about stature. I don't remember how tall Steve Blackman was. I'm guessing maybe 6'3". Uh, I'm guessing Steve Blackman maybe weighed 250 pounds, probably more like 245. But Steve Blackman is one of those guys that because he is a legitimate fighter and a legitimate tough guy, he deserves to be considered a Haas in similar style as Ken Shamrock, in similar style, I say, as Taz. Um, so I qualify Steve Blackman, the lethal weapon, as a Haas. Now the question becomes, um, who wins the match? I don't have rules. In, in most of these tournaments in the previous years, uh, we had rules. At this point, I don't think I have any. I don't remember there being a rule in the very first episode. Uh, I am drawn to wrestlers who are hoss-sized but do not act and move like they are hosses. But I don't think that applies here. Um, it, it's the battle of Canyon's innovative offense from a pro-wrestling stance and Steve Blackman's legitimate fighting background with the kendo sticks, because I think in a Haas fight, rules kind of go out the window. So it's a hardcore match. And I think in that sense, just because of that, I think the advantage has to go to Steve Blackman. So I'm going to give... I talked myself into it. I'm going to give the win to the Lethal Weapon. Uh, Canyon will go into the Constellations where he'll wrestle Evad Sullivan and we can talk about what happens when we get to it. Uh, Steve Blackman has the unenviable task of having to face Samoa Joe in the next matchup. Uh, in our first page, Hulk Hogan was the number one seed. We knew he wasn't going to get very far in a DC Matthews tournament. Samoa Joe, however could wind up being the first. I, I calculated things out. I wrote my list. Uh, nobody who was ranked, nobody in the first bracket in the last episode, nobody had the same uh, status. Nobody finished in the same position where they were ranked. 
So the number one wrestler didn't end in position number one. The number 16 wrestler didn't end in position number 16. And actually, in the case of page one, the number 16 wrestler finished the whole thing first. Uh, So we'll see. Samoa Joe, as of right now, I've only seen four names. I have 12 more to go. But he's got the best chance of winning this thing and being the number one seed who also wins. Let's see who the number four seed is. Should be a big name. Should be a good Haas name. It is Albert, a.k.a. uh, A-Train, a.k.a. Giant Bernard, a.k.a. Lord Tenzai. Um, a.k.a. Sweet Tea. Did he go by Sweet Tea there near the end? Uh, Matt Bloom, uh, head trainer of the Performance Center. Uh, That alone, I think, is worthy of a Hall of Fame induction for that guy. Like, all of if he's the head trainer, anyone who went through the Performance Center, whether a new wrestler or an indie guy who just happened to go through, has Matt Bloom to thank. Um, And he was a big dude. He was a big dude. He didn't move like a cruiserweight, but you don't need dude to be a quality hoss. He was a big dude, and he moved well. He had power moves, and he is taking on the Berserker. Oh, hus, hus. Hold on, let me hold my hand out. Hus. Um, I knew the Berserker well before I knew Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody was a name I read about in PWI magazine. The Berserker was a guy I watched on WWF Superstars. So it wasn't until later that I realized that a lot of what the Berserker did was, hey, be Bruiser Brody with a Viking horned helmet on. Uh, Fun fact, I believe those are um, not historically accurate, the horned helmets. Pretty sure they're not historically accurate. That really doesn't matter. Uh, But I liked the Berserker. I like John Nord. Um, big guy, I liked his finisher. He threw people over the top rope and they just got counted out. I thought that was really intriguing. I had never seen that before and I'm not sure that we've seen it since. You know, imagine a guy, I think at this point you'd have to do like a military press slam where you threw them over the top rope to the floor and that that impact was so bad you couldn't answer a 10 count. Uh, having said all that, uh, the Berserker is part of that goofy early 90s WWF. So I'll give the win to Albert, but that would be a fun match to see. Berserker goes into the Constellations. Albert advances. Our number 12 seed here on page two of Hoss Fight is Mo or Sir Mo. Uh, the other half of Men on a Mission, it was interesting. I was coming, I was calculating the the bracket, going through the cage match pages, going by popularity, writing down the hosses, and I get to Mo, And I'm like, yeah, Mo is a big guy. I'd qualify Mo as a hoss. The problem is Mo had to wrestle like the little guy because his partner Mabel was huge. And then I went, wait, Mabel, Viscera, Big Daddy V, Nelson Frazier, pretty sure that's his name, Oh, I hadn't written his name down yet. And there was no possible way that Mo was ranked more popular than Mabel slash Viscera. I didn't go back and look. I just added him in about where I thought he slotted in. Um, but I must have just missed him. I must have either his name 
you know, they tend to cage match tends to put your most recent ring name down, which is why he was listed as Sir Mo. Uh, so I must have just missed him. It was an error on my part. But Mo is a big guy. Mo is a good guy. Uh, number 12 seed, the number five seed, Ron Simmons. Uh oh, Samoa Joe. Now, this is a problem because Ron Simmons is in the top half of the bracket with Samoa Joe. Now, this should be a finals match. Ron Simmons, I think, if I was ranking on my own, again, not necessarily Hoss size. Bradshaw was bigger. Vader was bigger. Um, But power-wise, strength-wise, status-wise, clearly Ron Simmons is a Hoss. And clearly, I don't even think we need to talk about it. He is going to defeat Mo. I am going to have a heck of a time uh, at some point later this episode when I have to decide who wins Samoa Joe or Ron Simmons because I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But I would imagine that's going to be our semifinal matchup. Uh, yeah, I don't think we need to talk about the difference between Ron Simmons and Mo. Spinebuster, Power Slam, Simmons is your winner. Maybe there's a dam on his way out for good measure. Our number two seed on this page is Kevin Nash. We have some big-time talent uh, happening here. Now, if I go back to page one, you had Hogan. And Braun Strowman, you had Lex Luger. This page, I think, at least for my own personal uh, preference, this page has better talent than page one. And that's kind of how it works when you do the randomization of these things. Uh, So Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, clearly great. Uh, He is taking on Kona Reeves. I don't know if Kona Reeves qualifies as a hoss, honestly. Uh, His name popped up. I was near the end. You got to think, I'm looking for 256 wrestlers. If this is a number 15 ranking, this is our last 30. So I'm I'm fatigued at this point because I did this all in one night. So I'm just like, all right, give me names. I need to get to 256. I'm somewhere around 220, 225. Uh, Kona Reeves is a big guy. Uh, I don't know that he wrestled when I remember seeing him like a hoss, but I thought we would include him. I hope that when his injury heals, we get to see Kona Reeves and actually get a chance to see what he can do. In this instance, though, he is going to lose to Kevin Nash, and no one's going to argue. Kona goes into the consolations. Our number 10 seed is Kerry Von Erich. My word, the talent on this page. Now, here's the problem we're going to run into. Because the talent on this page is so good, some of them are going to be ranked highly. Some of them are going to wind up uh, losing earlier than they should. Now, hopefully, they'll be able, the way I have it set up, they should be able to battle back and contend for the top four or top six. But how we're doing this is I'm ranking a page at a time. And once I get through all 16 pages, I'll take everyone who is ranked number 16, and they'll battle it out. And that ranking of that second page will be the bottom of the bracket and we'll move our way up. But what that means is if a guy like Kerry Von Erich, if 
hypothetically, I don't know what he's going to wind up finishing, but if he were to finish sixth, he is guaranteed to be somewhere near the middle. Is that an appropriate ranking? We'll have to see how it feels, how it sits, uh, and I'll invite the interaction and the response I hear. I can already tell there's somebody who lives in Louisiana who's a little nervous at, you know, Carrie Von Erich's number 10. Who's going to be at number seven? Will it be someone I give Von Erich the win, or is it someone that's going to beat the Texas Tornado? Carrie Von Erich will be facing Adam Baum, uh, Rath, and Mortis are on this page. Funny how that works out. And Wrath and Mortis will both lose in the first round. Canyon to Steve Blackman. Maybe a mistake. I don't think having Adam Bomb beat Kerry Von Erich uh, would have gone over well. And I don't think that's the right answer. As much as I liked Adam Bomb, Kerry Von Erich wins. Now, Kerry Von Erich in the quarterfinal, will have to wrestle Kevin Nash in a Haas fight. We have to consider that these are Haas fights. That has to be part of our uh, consideration and part of our decision-making when we do this, but we'll get to that later. I'm getting ahead of myself again. Number three seed, Big E. Uh, the whole meaty wrestler slapping meat comes from Big E. Please let him wrestle Goldberg. Please let him wrestle Goldberg. Except it's a number 14 seed, so it won't be Goldberg. Uh, Big E's a number three seed. Number 14 is Damian Demento. Damian Demento was a big guy. Didn't have a long enough career for me to really establish whether he was a hoss or not. But again, these are my early days of wrestling. The hairstyle, the fact that he looked kind of uh, Mongolish. Uh, I thought was interesting. I liked the look of the character. Uh, but Big E gets an easy win there. Demento in the Constellations. Who will Big E be facing? It's either the number 11 seed or the number 6 seed. The number 11 seed is Nikolai Volkov. No doubt a hoss. The number 6 seed, Big Cass. Uh, Big Cass was a, a success story of 2021. The fact that he seems to have, I have to preface that, seems to have uh, recovered from his um, any sort of issues that he had, whether they were substance issues or what have you, um, and the fact that he made a return to wrestling is great. Having said that, in all of these matchups, oh, oh nope, Von Erich was a number 10 seed to Adam Bomb's number 7. Blaine Cage match. Uh, most of the time on this page, the higher-seeded guy won, but in this case, I am giving the win to Volkov. Uh, Big Cass is a hoss, no doubt, but he's got a ways to go before he reaches the status of Nikolai Volkov. So says me. All right. Our first round is done. Joe and Blackman, Albert and Ron Simmons, Kevin Nash and Kerry Von Erich, Big E, and Nikolai Volkov. Good quarterfinals. Uh, consolation matches. Evad Sullivan versus Canyon. Who better than Canyon? Not Evad Sullivan. So Evad goes into the double losers bracket. The Berserker versus Moe. Moe was a good guy, but Moe was overshadowed by his bigger uh, partner. 
So I'm giving win to the Berserker. Mo goes into the double losers bracket. Kona Reeves and Adam Baum. Uh, the potential for Kona Reeves is good, but until we see something out of that potential, I got to give the win to Adam Baum. I do like Brian Clark quite a bit. Um, you know, he wasn't going to beat Kerry Von Erich, but from Adam Baum to Wrath to part of Chronic, we'll get to Brian Adams later in the t- tournament. Uh, I like Adam Baum quite a bit. Damian Demento or Big Cass? I'll give the win there to Cass. So Damian Demento. All right, so our double losers bracket. I'm referring to page, uh, my last page to make sure I'm doing this right. So these are going to be the bottom four. Evad Sullivan versus Mo. Storyline-wise, more was done with Evad Sullivan. I wind up teaming with Hulk Hogan at one point. Um, so I'm going to give the win to Evad. You know, Mo was part of a good tag team. But then when Mabel won the King of the Ring, Mo became uh, essentially a manager. So from a wrestling standpoint, less going on. So I'm giving the win to Evad, and I'm giving the win to Kona Reeves over Damian Demento. So that means Mo and Damian Demento are battling for number 15. Uh, Damian Demento, I believe, was in the main event of the very first Monday Night Raw losing to The Undertaker. Uh, So I'm giving Demento the win. So Mo is number 16. Damian Demento is number 15. I believe it just started pouring outside. Hopefully we finish this episode. Evad Sullivan versus Kona Reeves. I will give the win to the finest Kona Reeves. That hair, that Nature Boy hair was fantastic. Evad Sullivan is 14. Kona Reeves is 13. I feel good about that. All right, the next thing I need to do is I need to go back to the first page and we need to get our quarterfinal matches done. Winners advance, losers go down into the consolations to take on whoever won in the first round of the consolations. Uh, Samoa Joe is going to beat Steve Blackman. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time talking about it. Uh, Blackman gets his kendo sticks, wails on Joe. Joe no-sells it. Blackman moves to the bottom of the bracket, and will take on Big Cass. Uh, Albert versus Ron Simmons. What's interesting about this is, to give you an idea, uh, today I watched uh, a Monday Night Raw from 2000. TNA wrestled uh, the Acolytes, or the APA. So I watched Albert wrestle Ron Simmons today. Now... I'm talking about them wrestling in the Hoss fight. I love how that works. Ron Simmons wins. No question about it. Ron Simmons wins. Albert will take on Adam Baum in what would be a very good match. Kevin Nash versus Kerry Von Erich. Oh, tough. Tough, tough, tough. Kerry Von Erich, more successful singles wrestler, but I have to say... Kevin Nash, in terms of being a hoss, the height, the power moves, all of that, I'm giving the win to Kevin Nash, and I don't feel bad about it. Kerry Von Erich will wrestle the Berserker. Uh, Big E will defeat Nikolai Volkov. Again, Volkov is great, but Big E, too big, too powerful, too 
E. E. I don't know. All right. Our quarterfinal matchup, our semifinal matchups, forgive me. Samoa Joe versus Ron Simmons, Kevin Nash versus Big E. All four guys, serious hosses, deserving of being in the semifinals. Life is good. Second round of the consolations. Uh, I believe how this works is winners advance, losers drop down, and they will be uh, the 12th through 9th positions. Canyon versus Nikolai Volkov. I'm giving the win to Canyon. The Berserker versus Kerry Von Erich. Obviously, we give the win to Kerry. Berserker in the consulate or in the, the next bracket down. Adam Bomb versus Albert. As much as I appreciate Albert and his contributions in terms of a pure hossness, I think Adam Bomb takes it, so I'm giving him the win. And Big Cass over Blackman. Big Cass is seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. But you know what you can teach? Being a lethal weapon. I'm giving the win to Blackman. All right. Let's establish who is 12th through 9th. Volkov or the Berserker? I say the Volkov wins. Albert versus Big Cass. I say Albert wins. Big Cass beats the Berserker. So the Berserker is 12th. Big Cass is 11th. Uh, the Battle of Volkov or Albert. Oh, that's tricky. I think it might have to be Volkov. Again, I like Albert, but I think it might have to be Volkov. So Albert will be 10th. Volkov will be 9th. All right, the bottom half of the bracket is done. That means what we need to do now is we need to do the next round of the Constellations. And then we can do the semifinals and go from there. So, Canyon versus, yeah. So the winners of these will advance. The losers will battle for seventh place. Canyon versus Carrie Von Eric. It's got to be Carrie. Canyon drops down. Adam Bomb versus Steve Blackman. I really liked Adam Bomb. The eyes were cool. As a young kid, he really popped in my mind, so I'm giving it to him. We have a rematch, I believe. We do. We have a rematch uh, to figure out who is going to be ranked seventh. Steve Blackman defeated Canyon in the opening round. Am I going to have that happen again? I think so. I think so. So Steve Blackman will be in seventh place. Uh, Canyon will be an eighth. So each of them only moved up one spot in terms of the ranking. So that shows that that's actually pretty accurate ranking. All right. Semifinals. These are going to be tough. Samoa Joe versus Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons wins on natural athletic ability. No question. Samoa Joe has the edge in terms of being a bigger guy who moves like a littler guy. Both have been world champions in respective organizations. Both had long careers. This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. I think from a 
personal preference standpoint, I have to go with Samoa Joe. I have owned a Samoa Joe DVD. I have not owned a Ron Simmons DVD. So I'm giving the win to Samoa Joe. You might think differently. Let me know if you do. Kevin Nash versus Big E. Kevin Nash has the more storied career. Clearly. Um, But Kevin Nash happened to be tall. He wrestled with some power moves, but he just happened to be tall. Big E is a meaty man who uses serious power moves, among other things. So I have to give the win to Big E. So that means that our... Next round of the consolations. Our finals are Samoa Joe and Big E. Kerry Von Erich versus Ron Simmons. I'm giving the win to Simmons. Again, more of a Haas-type wrestler. Uh, Adam Baum versus Kevin Nash. Obviously, Kevin Nash needs to win that. So Kerry Von Erich and Adam Baum will battle for fifth place, and it's going to Kerry. Adam Baum will be sixth. Kerry Von Erich will be fifth. Ron Simmons will battle Kevin Nash. I got to give it to Ron Simmons. Kevin Nash is fourth. Ron Simmons is third. Do I feel good about that? Am I going to change my mind? I'll give myself five seconds to think about it. The only thing that I gave me pause was when Kevin Nash lawn darted Rey Mysterio, and Ron Simmons could have done that. So I'm keeping it. As for Samoa Joe versus Big E, Lord help me. I want to see a best of... 25 of that. That's a push. That could be either of them. Um, Big E's stronger. Samoa Joe's probably faster. We're talking prime, obviously. Prime Samoa Joe versus prime Big E. Samoa Joe better wrestler. Biggie, better power guy. This is a really tough decision. I think in the end, what it has to come down to is <clears throat> career up to this point. These tournaments are always, as I've said a hundred times by now, a snapshot in time. And Samoa Joe has had a more successful career to this point than Biggie. Now, this point being the time in which I'm recording. It's possible that by the time you hear this, because this is being recorded in secret well in advance, uh, Big E has uh, won a world title. Maybe two world titles. You don't know. So as of this moment, I have to give the win to Samoa Joe. But I also am reserving the right, if a result happens later on in the tournament, that doesn't work. Somehow the cards, the fates, the randomness doesn't work out for us. I do reserve the right uh, to switch some things around and put Big E in a top spot that he probably deserves but isn't going to get today. So with that being said, page two is done. We've gone from Samoa Joe uh, to, who was number 16? Evad Sol- no, he wasn't number 16. Mo. Mo was number 16. So looking at the rankings, because... Um, 
full disclosure, there was a lightning storm, a pretty bad one. So I had to pause uh, with like five minutes to go in recording. Before deciding who was the winner, I had to pause to avoid dying. Uh, and while I did that, I made the decision that it had to be Joe. And then I plugged in my thing. So in another spreadsheet, I have the list along with the rankings. So Samoa Joe is the first person to finish in the same position he was ranked. Uh, but also, you know, interesting things to note, just odd little bits and pieces of trivia here. Uh, the number three seeded wrestler has finished second both times, Lex Luger and Big E. Uh, the number two ranked wrestler has finished fourth both times, Braun Strowman and Kevin Nash. And, uh, you know, and when it comes to this pool, this would be page two or group B, uh, the highest improvement, I would say, would be Kerry Von Erich, who was ranked 10th but finished 5th. And the biggest fall would be Albert, who was ranked 4th but finished 10th. So, you know, he and Kerry Von Erich essentially swapped places. Uh, the bottom half of the bottom five positions all were around the same. Uh, and so, you know, it, none of this really matters. It's just I, I find it interesting. And so I thought maybe some of you would. Uh, we're two pages done. We have 14 more to go. And I hope you're enjoying it. That's the important thing. I'm enjoying it so much so that I may even just go right into recording another page because it is so enjoyable. But we'll see. Uh, I will record when I am moved, when I am inspired, when the muse strikes. Uh, I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And you'll hear from me next on Haas Fight when I am full to the brim with the joy of booking. I should have some sort of sound effect to transition between past DC and present DC. Uh, but since that hasn't happened, all I'll say is present DC uh, really doesn't want to know about any time that past DC is full to the brim of anything. <clears throat> this is the uh, epilogue to episode two. Obviously, there are some things that need to be discussed. Um Looking back, if you heard the page turning, I actually am looking at the bracket itself. I took some notes. I listened to these episodes, which I very rarely do. Uh, podcast quality, a little bit better, not hitting the microphone stand. Uh, didn't notice as many mouth noises. Uh, let's see. The big thing, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, the big thing is Big E. Uh, accurately predicting, in fact, that uh, he would have won a world title. I guess I just guessed, or at least supposed that he m may have, but he did have. Uh, he is now a, uh, you know, one-time world champion, of course, no longer champion uh, as of recently, and that's okay. Um, does that mean that he would have become a one seed? Uh, we'd have to check with cage match in terms of how the rankings work, uh, I still say Samoa Joe, longevity-wise, um, has had a more successful career, even though Samoa Joe never won uh, the WWE title, which is a crying shame. Uh, success in TNA, success in Ring of Honor, success in NXT. Um, his career had ended awkwardly. 
Now I'm presuming his career has ended. I'm probably wrong. If he continues to wrestle and wins an AEW title, we'll have to do another reconciliation. Uh, but, you know, Big E came in second, uh, losing to Samoa Joe in the finals. I think that still makes sense. Uh, it's, you know, it makes even more sense now that he beat Kevin Nash. Had he not been world champion, uh, I probably would be going through this episode saying Kevin Nash probably should have beaten him. But now that Big E has been the champion and is such an entertaining um, wrestler and, from the sounds of it, overall good guy, I think I, think I feel good about how that went. Uh, other things... You know, I wrote I wrote down notes that I don't think are entirely relevant. I could go on a tangent on, you know, the danger of memories. I believe that the Evad Kevin Sullivan thing is the first WCW story that I can that I saw. I don't know if that's accurate. That's what I think is the truth, but what we think is the truth and what is the truth are two different things. Um let's see here. You know, when I did this before, um, I had not watched 2001 WWF. Albert got a bit of a push that I was not uh, aware of. You know, it looked for a moment like this could have been a guy that could have been not a main event player, but one of those in-between guys. Not quite at the level of Kane, but kind of a tier below Kane. Um, I don't think that quite happened. For him, but let's see. Yes, he beats the, the Berserker. Yes, he loses to Ron Simmons. Um, I probably think he should have beaten Adam Baum. You know, I think I would I would do this differently uh, now. I think Albert should have beaten Adam Baum. Um, maybe even defeated Steve Blackman. You know, Albert winds up ranked tenth. He probably deserved to be in the top half of this bracket. Uh, we'll see if I actually make that change uh, because, again, there's an episode in the future in which, you know, the, the 10 seeds will battle each other. Um, I can't make that change now because that 10 episode has already been done. Uh, outside of that, I feel pretty good with how things worked. You may, depending on who you are, uh, you may think Kerry Von Erich should have beaten Kevin Nash. Uh, and again, that's fine. I encourage you. I will share all of these names with you. Uh, you can book this however you want. I'd love to compare notes. The big things uh, are, are Biggie, of course, Albert. And then, you know, honestly, credit to Big Cass, a.k.a. W. Morrissey or William Morrissey, whatever name he's going by in Impact. I believe he main evented a pay-per-view uh, or... Maybe that's not true. Mickey James and Deanna Perrazzo were the main event of that pay-per-view. But he was in a world title match um, for TNA for Impact. So he probably could have beaten Volkov in the opening round. Uh, and again, he probably should have been, what was he? He was ranked 11th, probably should be a little bit higher. Um if only, you know, maybe he slides into that 10 seed that Albert would vacate. Uh, but other than that, I feel like we did a pretty good job. I'm happy with Samoa Joe being uh, the winner. I'm not going to look ahead to uh, the third page uh, because I want our reactions to be unique. I don't want to tease it and give anything away. 
Um, but I hope you're enjoying Hoss Fight. I certainly had a good time uh, in my original recordings, and I'm still having a good time now. And if you can have a good time over the span of a long time, because, again, uh, it's January now. We did this back in July or August. It's got to mean something. It's got to be good. So uh, I'll end it the same way I always end it. Uh, I'm not full to the brim of anything. So don't worry about that. That was TMI on my part. Uh, I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking.